HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Since 2009, HRN podcasts have been exploring the wide world of food, beverage, and agriculture. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Roberta's was founded in Bushwick in 2008 and has become one of the most iconic restaurants in the country. HRN made its home inside of Roberta's in 2009, and together they have become part of the DIY fabric of the neighborhood. Roberta's, the pizza restaurant, is open for lunch and dinner seven days a week and serves much more than just the famous wood-fired pizzas. Their team dreams up new salads, pastas, and sandwiches on the regular. Roberta's Tiki Bar is alive and well in the back garden, serving up frozen drinks in the summer and hot toddies in the winter. Stop by the bakery and takeout spot next door for fresh breads, sticky buns, and pizzas to go. And of course, there's the two Michelin-starred Blanca tucked away in the garden for truly daring diners. But Roberta's also extends beyond Bushwick, with multiple locations in New York City and now in Los Angeles. You can also find their frozen pies in grocery stores around the country. The spirit of Roberta's, like Heritage Radio Network, is everywhere. Here's to many more years of pizza-powered radio. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. Welcome to HRN on Tour at South by Southwest 2023. I am Christine Sykes-Lowe, and today I am joined by Chef Norny Biro. Hello, Norny. Hi, how you doing? Good to have you. And I'm also joined by Chris Allison. He is the VP for the Americas for Tourism Australia. Hey, good to be with you today. Great to talk to you both. I'm really happy to uh, be able to sit down and chat with you guys. I was here last night at your Australia kickoff. Uh, wow, what a what a fun event that was. Yeah, it's a fun event. It's uh, you know we've been here for four years now at uh, South by, and uh, Australia House has gained quite a reputation. So last night was quite the uh, quite the hot ticket in Austin last night, which was awesome. So we're really busy in here, and it was great to see everyone and open Australia House for this week last night. Yeah, and a little bit about you, Chef. Um, I'm going to talk about what your background is a little bit, but I want you to go a little bit more into where you hail from and your location, because geography-wise, for those in the States, they might need a little bit of a of a refresher course on, on where uh, the Torres Strait is in Mare Island. Uh, so the Torres Strait is um, literally, if you ever see the map of Australia and you see the pointy bit of Australia, 
there's some waters in between there and Papua New Guinea and we're just on the tip of the pointy bit of Australia and there's a group of islands up there, over 25 inhabited islands and we're grouped into three different groups. We have different languages and and I come from Mer, which is like the furthest away um, and closer to the barrier reef. Um, at the end of the barrier reef is basically where where Murray Island is and, and Mer is and so, uh, the, yeah, the Torres Strait is, is, is a small group of islands that, you know, is, is at the tip of Cape York. And your restaurant, Mabu Mabu. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I have a, a, a food a company, I guess, called Mabu Mabu and uh, a restaurant called Big SO and a um, cafe named Tuck Shop and, and a few different things. But um, So you have, based, a lot, you have a lot going on, it I've sounds like. I've got a like. few things going on, yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a fair bit of things going on. I started off as a condiment business before I went into cafes and restaurants and food and um, as a whole because I love it in general and I'm really lucky I get to do a job that I absolutely love and and, and I never get bored by it which is awesome and so yeah my my business is on um, is down in Melbourne on Bururong and Wurundjeri land which I'm very privileged to, to have my business in Melbourne yeah. And the focus of your restaurant and your overall um, menu and, and your philosophy is based in indigenous ingredients. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it, it's something that's really passionate to me and, and the way that I grew up and the, the idea that we have these amazing indigenous cuisine ourselves and produce that, you know, hail from Australia and are natural to us and, and where it comes from and, and how good it is. And, and it's so unique to to our to our flavor is really important for me to be able to showcase that. And can you touch a little on the menu that you served here at Australia House last night? There was a great reception yesterday and yeah, I, I got mean, to taste uh, some of it, but yeah. not all. Yeah, I got to bring um, things like bush tomatoes, pepperberries, um, native thymes, um, uh, tropical lemon aspen salt, which we call like I shouldn't say a crack salt. We call it crack salt. That's okay. <laughs> we call it crack salt. But crack it, salt's it's, fine. It, it's just so addictive because it's got these beautiful lemon aspen in it, and and so yeah, I got to bring all these uh, amazing um, native spices I- into Austin, and uh, which uh, I fe- yeah, that story I, I, we talked felt, about earlier. <laughs> I, I felt a bit like a drug dealer yes. <laughs> bringing in some illegal spices, you know, into the country, but you know, it, it was such a good experience to be able to kind of bring it all the way here to Australia and do a menu um, here as a part of that so that you could really taste the unique flavors that Australia has. And what a story for the grandkids, right? Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like the time I almost got caught in customs. Yeah, the time that I smuggled in uh, spices into <laughs> Austin, Texas. You know, the first time I come to the U.S. and uh, maybe last. <laughs> so, um, Chris, t- tell me a little bit about uh, the contingent coming over here and doing this event. What all is involved from start to finish to produce an event like with this? With Australia House. Yes. Um, so, Australia, Australia House a partnership with uh, many of the other um bodies that represent Australia. So we obviously represent in tourism, but we have like our Austrade team here. We also have uh, the Invest New South Wales team here. So we're not just here talking about tourism at Australia House. We're here talking about art, culture, um, our, our, our tech scene in Australia. So it's a real collaboration between 
um, you know, I guess all all parts of industry in, in that regard. So, you know, from a tourism perspective, what we what we're trying to do here is um, use uh, use lenses like um, food and beverage, art, culture, our indigenous communities to to come and use uh, those channels as voices and opportunities and. Uh, using those to tell the story of why Australia is such an amazing destination and then therefore why people should come and visit and experience it for themselves. So what we tried to do here last night, for example, with Norni was really give people a taste and flavour of, of what we offer in Australia and, and whet the appetite uh, quite literally so that people kind of start to understand the uniqueness of what we have to offer when it, when it comes to food and beverage, for example, so that it encourages them to think about Australia in a different way. I think, you know, when it comes to our, our uh, culinary offering, people people don't necessarily have a high perception of what we have to offer before they come to Australia. So, you know, people, if, if you're thinking of a culinary destination, you'd come up with France, Italy, like those type of destinations would come up first. Um, but Australia has, as, as Norni was explaining, has such a unique um, flavour palette. You know, we're such a multicultural country that we have really interesting flavours in terms of how we are in like Anglo infused, but Asian infused into like our broader kind of culinary culture. And then we were seeing this real moment with how people led by folks like Norni are kind of really trying to dial into um, the history of our indigenous uh, food offering and bringing that to the fourth, which is why what Norni's doing with her business is, is so exciting. And as we tasted last night is so delicious. So, so delicious. delicious. Yeah. And, you know, for the average person in the States, much to our conversation earlier, Norni, it's not an easy hop, skip and a jump for us to come visit you all. So it's so great to be able to have that taste brought to us and, you know, have your presence here and all of you all here, actually. It's, it's great. So um, if you wouldn't mind touching a little bit on uh, South by Southwest Australia, which mm -hmm. is happening in October in Sydney, mm -hmm. um, I know that there are different contingents that are planning it, but if top line on what's happening and you know any of the details, yeah, that great. So, uh, South by, obviously, been in Austin for a number of years now, and uh, you know the team at New South Wales have been working really hard over the last couple of years to identify an opportunity to bring South by into a different part of the world. So Southby is coming to Sydney for the first time, first time out of Austin, first time in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, so that'll be uh, inaugurating in October this year. So a five-day five, five day festival, I believe it is, um, happening uh, right in the tech hub of Sydney. So from our uh, International Convention Centre in, in Darling Harbour, round to kind of Tech Central is kind of the hub of uh, what Southby will be this year. And we are really looking, we, they are really looking to kind of replicate what has been built here in Austin um, over the last, you know, 10, 15 years in terms of the festival. So um, it's uh, it's definitely the embryo, I guess, in terms of what the vision is is designed to be for how South by Sydney will hopefully grow to, to emulate the, the amazing success here that we've had in Austin. So, I mean, everything that people... Uh, understand about South by Austin uh, they will see in Sydney just in a smaller scale so we'll have we'll have uh, we'll focus on tech art culture music so all, all those things will be coming through in terms of will what, there be any food programming do you believe uh, uh, not to my knowledge specifically but okay. of course you know um, Sydney and Australia will be taking the opportunity to really showcase um, what we have to offer there I'm not sure are you involved in anything with South by <laughs> there's Norny? a little so maybe, slight no, maybe shake can head. talk a, slight, a little yeah. taste about what's happening oh, yeah there. maybe maybe it can't be disclosed quite away or maybe there's plans that are underway but 
Um, it might be safe to say that there there'll be some culinary uh, spotlights. I would I would say if there's going to be some tourism element in there. Um, would you like to talk a little bit more about any uh, plans you all have coming up aside from South by Southwest? Any projects or? Uh, I think you just like a, you got to keep watching on, on our space because like you know you never know where I go, and I move very quickly when we do things, and I love the idea that to uh, keep in sort of fresh and new all the time, and and I don't I sort of keep a lot to 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 my chest because I want it to really you know to experience it and enjoy it in the moment and because that that's what I think about food it's it's like you know it's like the season right every time a new season comes in you enjoy it for that moment right and I think of that as too as as when you're building businesses or or you're building what what's going to happen next like let's get excited for when it comes that's a great philosophy just for life in general that's a good way. Well, it's so great speaking with you both. I really, really appreciate your time. And um, I hope to catch you on the flip side. In other words, I want to come visit. Very, come very visit soon. Us. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, come and say good day, Christine. Yeah. <laughs> good day. <laughs> I, I, need to get, I need to practice that a little bit more. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to HRN's coverage of South by Southwest 2023. You can listen to all of our coverage on our podcast, HRN on Tour. Find it on heritageradionetwork.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Since 2009, HRN podcasts have been exploring the wide world of food, beverage, and agriculture. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org.